Hi everyone, my name is Corey Baker. I am a professional sound mixer, writer, and director here in Los Angeles, California. And I do these movie reviews to sort of talk about the things that I see and uh, making a connection between my real life experience working on set. And Showbiz Kids is a really fascinating movie to watch. And I think one of the things I enjoyed most about it was that the children that we're following in this one are not necessarily the ones who had the biggest or brightest careers or necessarily had the most spectacular falls. Uh, we sort of touch on stars who had maybe bigger bigger highs and more startling lows. Uh, you know, they, they show pictures of Britney Spears and Amanda Bynes and people like that and Corey Feldman. But most of the people that we're talking to in this are people who have... Uh, to the most part, found some sort of peace on the other side of what was child stardom. So Evan Rachel Wood and Mila Jolovich are two of the biggest names, uh, but we also have Cameron Boyce, Will Wheaton, Henry Thomas, uh, Mara Wilson, Todd Bridges, uh, Baby Peggy, who was one of the first child stars in Hollywood way back when. She's 100 years old when they're interviewing her. Uh, she has since passed since uh, the filming of this documentary. And uh, we also have Jada Pinkett-Smith, who was a child star in her own right, and now has two children who are child stars. So she has a unique experience of being able to follow all this. Uh, and on top of that, we are also following some real child actors uh, currently who are uh, both successful and unsuccessful in trying to get to their dreams of being a star. I tell you, one of the things that really uh, fascinated me about this whole thing was that it seemed to want to cast a kind of wide net on the different types of experiences and the different things that plague child stars in Hollywood as opposed to, uh, like, more adult people who go into Hollywood. Uh, but one of the things that I think is really a touchstone that was sort of lightly touched but could have been examined a little bit more was the idea that, just generally speaking, artists, for the most part, have this sense of uh, inferiority or the sense of we need to do something. Uh, so Evan Rachel Wood was making this point when she was just like, you know, putting yourself in like that dangerous position of doing this because if you don't do it, then some act other actor will. And you could lose your spot if you don't uh, play ball. Uh, this sort of thing happens you know, with every single position on set, with actors, and uh, when you're a child actor, like the ones in this movie, it's so much harder sometimes to, you have somebody who's usually there, like a parent or uh, some sort of guardian who's like making sure that, you know, uh, super inappropriate things aren't happening, but they, you know, like there's, there's also a degree of, uh, you know, if you're the parent who doesn't let this kid do this thing that is a little bit across the line, then we're just gonna get some other kid who's willing to do it. For as much as the jobs on set are about safety and trying to be as safe as possible, doing things that have, you know, heavy lights and cameras and sound and so many moving pieces, it's it's really incredible that we don't think sort of collectively as a group about the mental safety of people who are on set. And sometimes I feel like the children are not looked at the same way 
And there's a couple moments like this where it just sort of like touch it, like, you know, again, it's like this wide swath thing that's going on. And they just sort of touch on little things that I feel like almost could have been the subjects of five separate documentaries. Like, the intersection between pedophilia and Hollywood is absolutely disgusting. And it is a sad thing that is still finding its way rooted out. And even though there's been uh, the Me Too movement, it, it feels like it, it doesn't necessarily capture this dark side of Hollywood that has shown itself various points in time throughout its history. But beyond that, there's other things that, you know, they could have touched on money issues where uh, these child stars, even though money is sort of like put away, like it's supposed to be put in like an escrow account until they turn old enough to be able to use it. There's a lot of times where families are talking kids into letting us dip into the money that you have because, you know, we're running around and trying to rush into these auditions and we're not paying the mortgage and blah, 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 blah. And it, a lot of these kids seem to lose their money that way. It's really... It, it felt very much sort of like this one was a inch deep and a mile wide as opposed to the other way around. And there's, I feel like with Alex Winter, the director of this one, that it, it, it could have been more specific and more interesting. And it's not saying that this one isn't very interesting. Like, I, I find this movie incredibly fascinating. It's just that... It felt me lacking just a little bit, but it was it was super enjoyable uh, as far as uh, a documentary about a subject that is not great. I don't want to get too much into like you know the ins and outs of what different characters spoke about in the movie too much because I I feel like this movie is the type of thing that if you find that you are interested with the subject matter then you're probably going to enjoy it, and I implore you to go see it. The fact that it's not a tabloidy style uh, documentary, and it's not focusing on, like, you know, salacious problems or drug use from these, from these kids as much as it's about uh, letting them as adults sort of have a moment of reflection about what had come before them, and being able to touch on it by sort of mentioning sort of bigger moments of, you know, like the, the gossip side of celebrity news. I, I just felt like it was an authentic opportunity for people to share their experiences. And uh, for that, it's really wonderful. And for that, I feel like it, it's not fair for me to sort of give like secondhand takes on the experiences that are so well captured inside the documentary. That being said, I've personally worked with kids on set quite a bit. Um, there have been a couple movies that I've shot on where kids have been brought in for like a day or two here and there. Uh, and I also worked on a short that should be coming out this year at some point uh, that had a child actor all the way through. It, it was just a... Uh, uh, a child actor and an adult actor, and that those were the only two characters we had in the whole show. And so she was on set with us for all four days that we were shooting. And beyond that, I've also worked with this really great charity called Kids in the Spotlight, which helps 
give foster kids the opportunity to try and give themselves more confidence and uh, something that allows them to believe in themselves a little bit more by allowing them to write, act, and star in their own uh, short films that are put together by other working professionals in Hollywood. And it's a, it's something that I've done for the last couple years, and I really enjoy it. And I'll tell you, there's a big difference between when I step onto set of a movie and everyone who's there is an adult as opposed to there's some children on set, especially with the kids in the spotlight where it's a lot of children on set. And, you know, they're not necessarily uh, young kids, but they are, you know, like going into their teenage years and stuff like that. So it's a little bit different. But I mean, like for the most part, I feel like anyone who's responsible and works on set in some way or another has to just be aware of the fact that there are kids around and that certain things that might be acceptable when they aren't around are off the table at this point because we can't there really needs to be i feel like the the people that i've worked with have have shown a real solid responsibility to be a comfortable and inviting space for people to work in and specifically making sure that you know, children are being treated uh, with the same level of respect and even more so because they have less of an ability to work it out uh, than an adult would. And for that reason, you have to be even more guarded. You have to treat them with kid gloves, if you will. Another thing is that with... uh, They touched on it early with Mark Slater, one of the child actors, uh, where... Uh, the process of becoming of acting and and getting acting work is unlike almost anything else any normal person would have any kind of experience with uh they said the you could uh, audition for a hundred things and get one and that's true and to think of if you were a <clears throat> uh a lawyer just to pick a normal everyday person job uh and you were applying for different law firms if it took you 100 applications to get one job, then you would start having these natural feelings of, I'm not good enough, people don't like me, uh, it must be me, kind of thing that goes on. And that is, those feelings, those anxieties are ramped up in the film industry. A lot of artistic people have this underlying uh a fear of, you know, like, I'm big fake and everyone's going to discover me. And when you get the job, you're excited, but you're also even more worried because now you're like, oh, there's this is a chance for me to blow it. Uh, when you're behind the camera, like I am, uh, I'm lucky in the sense that I don't lose jobs because I'm not tall enough or because <laughs> I don't have uh, a smile that they're looking for or anything like that. I, I'm, I'm allowed to just... To, uh, come in on talent and you know that people like me and all that sort of the other things that help get people hired in normal everyday jobs and acting it's so different and weird and you know what a director is looking for you know you might walk in you might have these blue eyes and the director's like I can't even because that'll be distracting like just like that you lost a job you might be the most talented kid in the room and you lost a job and 
you know, a, a big part that I feel like wasn't explored as much in this movie was uh, the the showbiz parents, like the parents of these child stars. And I've never had a bad experience with a parent on set. I think that uh, everyone has done a really great job of making sure that the kids are being cared of properly and that they're not being put in any uh, worrisome situations. I mean, like in sound specifically, I have to mic kids from time to time. And that process is uh, extra sensitive because of the fact that it's a child there. There's always multiple people around me when I'm doing it just to make sure that everyone knows that we are taking every precaution, we're being safe. Uh, usually the parent and the costume person are there with me and it's a lot more instructing like can you do me a favor and put this on your chest put this sticker on your chest kind of thing um but there have been and i know of a lot of really awful stage moms and dads and uh again it's one of those things that like it, it never really got super deeply explored in this documentary but I feel like it was touched on enough that you're aware that it's an issue. And I think just, you know, in the in the ether, people are aware of stage moms and dads. But it's tough, I think, mostly because so many of these parents, they're not all, like, awful ghouls. Like, <laughs> they might be played out to be in, in the public eye. They're, they're uh, trying to figure out how this completely different business works in terms of their children and they're only using it based off of the experience that they've had. So I've been a waiter all my life and I know, you know, like when I apply for jobs, you know, I'll get one every five times I apply or something like that. When you go a hundred and you don't get a job, then, you know, you start thinking about like, what do I have to do to break the rules to, you know, to get my kid ahead, to, put them in a position to succeed when others fail and again it, it just feels like you could have made an entire documentary on that alone and I would welcome Alex's point of view on that because him being from a child star himself uh, doing Broadway shows like uh, uh, you know he obviously has a lot of experience by which to tell this story and I, I, more than anything, I, I don't want anyone to take anything that I say here as like a criticism of the movie or Alex Winter specifically. I think that uh, the movie is really good, really enjoyable. It's uh, something that you would uh, want to see because I think it'll be talked about. And it, it's not uh, my criticisms of you know an inch deep and a mile wide is not to say that. Uh, Alex Winter has done anything wrong here. It's just sort of a preference. I would have probably liked to see it a little bit different, but that's also probably because I have a greater base understanding of everything that was going into the movie, and somebody who is not in the film industry would have a very different opinion of how it works because they don't, they're not on the ground. They don't know exactly how it plays on set and stuff like that. But I'm a big fan of Alex Winter, and I have been for a long time, and... You know, I, I think his uh, documentary Downloaded is really good, and uh, the Panama Papers, and uh, I'm really looking forward to the Zappa documentary that he has coming. And before that, I mean, like, you know, obviously he was uh, in Bill and Ted with Keanu, 
Uh, and there was sort of this thing going on for a long time of him being like, you know, the other guy. Keanu became the big star and Alex Winter just sort of like faded off. But Alex Winter has been focusing more on directing than acting for this time period. And it, it, he, he's really good. He, he has a lot of really great flicks under his belt. Uh, <laughs> personal favorite. I'm never going to be able to talk about this movie any other time than now. But uh, Freaked is a really dumb movie that I enjoy a lot. And it was, I want to say, one of his first... It might have been his feature directorial debut. And uh, it, it's a really dumb but fun movie that you're absolutely not going to be able to find anywhere. But uh, I, I, if I, I would feel remiss if I didn't have the opportunity to mention some odd ball off-the-wall thing <laughs> that I really enjoyed from his filmography. But that's it. I mean, I'm not going to do the, the leaderboard for this one because I don't like doing... I don't like judging documentaries like this. It's such a weird thing to sort of think. It's because you're not spending all the time like creating the story and crafting it. Like you're you're working off of what you get. And I think there's a way you can uh, definitely you know like position a documentary to be about more than one thing or to you know focus on something specifically. But I feel like based off of what the actors who were involved as kid child actors. Uh, their experiences and their stories are, are what's really important here, and you sort of have to go off the lead that they give you. But Showbiz Kids is a really cool flick, definitely worth checking out. Uh, it's not, you know, uplifting material necessarily, but uh, I think that it's something that a lot of people would be fascinated to know about. But that's it for me. Uh, coming up, I'm going to have another review on Monday. I don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing yet, but it might be Palm Springs. Um, or it could be uh, something else that I see this weekend, so stay tuned for that. Uh, other than that, I got some other great videos that are going to be coming up soon, so if you're interested in them, you feel like uh, you've enjoyed what I've given you so far today, then maybe give me a subscribe, a like on this video, comments. I hang out in the comments and uh, love to shoot the shit with people's thoughts all the time, so just... Uh, reach out any way that you feel comfortable and I can't wait to see you on the next one.